I, um, you know, I was sent, it was like getting late, dark. And then I, on my last route, that just rang this bell and this uh, voice from the, I'll be right there. I said, come on. It sounds like a old, you know, a late, uh, older lady. And then I said, come on, lady, chop, chop. I got no, you know, no, no time for this. But then, uh, you know, chop, chop, I gotta go. So, and then when she finally opened the door, she must have been well into her. She must have been like 200 years old or something. <laughs> With a walker, her face just lit up. I just like something like the aha moment for me was that. When she opened that door knowing that, and you know, I brought her joy. Uh -huh. And then these flowers were beautiful. And we said, you know, whoever sent it to her just literally spent money. It wanted the nicest one I was delivering that day. And I said, you know what? I it just like I said, you know, these flowers made her day, but her smile made mine. And I got addicted to that kind of feeling. Again, it goes back to my childhood when someone walks in, you don't know him. Your first reaction when they smile at you and recognize you, I love that. And so I came home. My parents were still in the Philippines. And, um, you know, he said, um, I told my dad, he said, you know, I know you sent me to a very expensive school, me and my brother, Bing, that's his name. And I said, um, you know, but I had this experience and I want to find out more because it, it really makes me happy doing this. And so that's how my flower career started. Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm Rick Scotch, your host of the Scotch Parlor podcast, where we capture lifestyles and share stories of inspiring people that bring motivation, knowledge, and entertainment to our community. Life is good. Let's get started. Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm your host, Rick Scotch, on the Scotch Parlor podcast. Today, I have John Pinon also known as the Flower Picasso. John Pannon is the founder of Pannon Design and is one of San Francisco's most celebrated floral designers. We'll talk about the flower business throughout the podcast, but the reason why I'm excited to have John here with us, it's because this is a guy who fell in love with the emotional connection that flowers can offer to someone. And he built a business that's let him do what he loves. When John is not trying to deliver the flowers in person, you'll find him sharing his design secrets on his social media accounts or holding a floral design workshop to groups of 300 or more. I'm super pumped to have you here to share your journey and your story, John, and I will pass it on to you for your right. introduction and welcome. Well, thank you, Rick. I'm excited to be here, my friend. Super excited. So uh, it's my first podcast, uh -huh. so I'm a virgin at this. Okay. So guide me along. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, thank you for that great introduction. Awesome. Actually, my name is June Short for Junior, mm -hmm. without the E. Okay, okay. Because I get my parents could not afford it. I don't know. <laughs> and my last name is Pinion. Obviously, it's a family of nuts. All so right. you guessed it. Is yeah, that what it, okay, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. Awesome, awesome. So, where? So, okay, so then where are you originally from? Originally, I was born and raised, uh, well, actually, um, I was uh, assembled in Hong Kong. Okay, okay. That's where my parents <laughs> went on a honeymoon. Okay. And I was built in Manila, so I was, like, from Manila, Philippines, actually. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, hello to all my Kababayan. There you go. Yeah, All right. we got a lot of Filipinos out here in the Bay Area. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot more Filipino out here than it is in Manila now. <laughs> Everybody moves Especially yeah. their daily city. Yeah, right, daily yeah, city. Right. <laughs> so you, how long did you live in the Philippines? And Philippines, I was there till about 15. Okay, okay, okay. And so that was really nice. That's enough. I mean, that's a perfect age to move on to another culture, another country. So uh -huh. I feel blessed being able to learn what it's like to be Filipino uh -huh, uh -huh. and also... 
young enough to adjust to the way of life and being in America. For sure, for so sure. So you just get the best of both worlds. Perfect. And then you, you move here straight from? Yes, my or- parents sent us here. And actually, I got sick. I almost... Um, uh, died. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and, uh, you know, my parents uh, decided to just, oh, do you want to go on vacation in the States and, you know, just to recoup? And uh, so happened that my father lived here for a short amount of time. And uh, he's a, um, he's actually a, a well known comedian back in the Philippines. Okay. You know, during his heyday. And uh, known as Tugak, T U G A K. All right. Might not make sense to you, but uh-huh. for a lot of old timers or, you know. So he was, a, you know, he was a long time comedian back in the Philippines. Uh, he's. Um, People like Dolphy and all of those uh, Panchito. So a lot of older folks will remember him. Okay, cool. And uh, he is actually from Pampanga, which is a, 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 a province in the Philippines. So all right. To all my Kapampanga friends out there, <laughs> hello. And then my mom is uh, from Nueva Ecija, which is like straight out Tagalog. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm no like worries. a busy man, you know. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> but anyways, um, so... Um, so yeah, I was um, I was sick, and then they sent me here. And then my dad went to a school called Rudolf Schaefer School of Design. Okay. And uh, they're not existing anymore. But um, he asked me and my brother if we wanted to go to art school in here, and I said, Are "You crazy? Yeah." Yeah. So I actually uh, did all my transcript and everything, and this is back in 1980. All right, all right. I was a really young teenager uh-huh. back then. Now I'm an older teenager. Yes. So right. I'm still happy. <laughs> and um, actually, so, and ever since then, you know, we decided to just stay here. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So then what, uh, as far as childhood, did you ever have any entrepreneurial type of instincts that just came out naturally? You were like, you know what? I want to own my business. Oh, well, that's a really good question. Well, I guess I uh, credit my parents because I was growing up. um, Although my dad was a comedian back then. And then he was having a, I was young enough to like witness his struggling years. He was able to recoup to be an artist, a painter. Okay. And we have like seven, six or seven art galleries back in the Philippines. Oh, wow. So this is when I was getting older, which is like older would be like 9, 10, 11. All right. So I know enough. And then I get to see what it's like to have your own business Mm, instead of... um, So that influenced me. Absolutely. And just because, you know, I just, I find it really nice when we have a customer and especially back in those days, we get a lot of tourists back in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I know there's tourists and then, you know, if there's a Japanese tourist, I'd like to see what it's like to say hello to them. So, ohayo gozaimasu. You know, when you're a young kid, they see you, know you're Filipino, you speak their language. Yeah. It's like really nice. It's like welcoming. And so I got, you know, when they're Russian, dobri utra or Dobredin or whatever. So I learned to like to adjust and just because I find it really nice when I make people smile. Cool. It right. makes makes uh it makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. Knowing yeah, yeah, that yeah. hey, I'm here, I'm young, but hey, I made you smile. Oh, now buy some stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so it's always good. So um that's that. So and then I learned like how my dad handled wheeling dealing with clients. Cool. Okay. Like making him feel important. Yeah. Even though I was young, he really gave me the, you know, the backstage of things where this is how you talk to people. You make them feel important and then also really understand what they need 
so that they're not walking out of here. They're just like, oh, man, I got their money. <laughs> yeah. But it's really something that you create a relationship with these people, uh-huh. knowing that you really hone in. And so, you know, that I guess, you know, I'm applying all of those. Back then, it didn't mean much. but Yeah, but you were getting the, the seed yes, was being planted. The seed, yes, exactly. Hmm, all right. Yeah. So, so your dad was a big inspiration. And, Very and big, yes. yes. Growing and up. plus, you know, he was a comedian. So when we go to a public restaurant and whatnot, everybody says hello to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And That's I thought cool. that was a normal thing. Like, yeah, you know, because okay. you're always sick. And so it's like, okay, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, big yeah, deal, yeah, yeah. But it was a big deal for me. I mean, it wasn't a big deal for me. Yeah, because you're used to later it. later on, yeah. Knowing like, oh, that, yeah. Wow, so, that's interesting. All so right. I kind of like, you know, like feel that and I don't, well, I get, I was embarrassed at first, but, you know, torture later on, it's just because of that background. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, it's like a, uh, if I walked into someone's in a restaurant and I like to see what they're eating, I'll just excuse me. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I don't get embarrassed. Or There's a way to ask it without yeah. intimidating people. For sure, so for I sure. I learned how to do that. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Yeah. All right. I think cool. I'm still learning. Still, yeah, always yeah, learning. Yeah. We're always learning. <laughs> so then as far as, uh, I mean, before we even get down to your, your business, as sure. far as your the flower the flower life, did you have any interesting jobs or, or even talk about the transition of how you got into the flower? Yeah, yeah. When I graduated, I was able to get a job at a... Uh, Furniture store, uh, furniture store called Bruner's. Okay, furniture. I actually remember Bruner's. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm dating myself. So this is when I was a young teenager. All right, all right. Teenager. I'm an older millennial, actually. There you go. There you go. So, um, so you know, I work in their silk department, flower, flower department, uh, because you know, it's like I this will transition me to be interior interior design because uh-huh. that's what actually I was trying to target. Yeah, being yeah, interior yeah. design. But then the GM just realized, like, you're too young to just sell anything as an interior design. So he goes, hey, you know, I seen that you were in the art school. Do you do flowers by any chance? Just because I wanted to land a job. I said, sure, why not? Yeah, I do it. Yeah. So he said, okay, we have an interview. Uh, We we have a guy from corporate. We'll interviewing people next week. If you're Uh interested, come on down. So I said, sure. I said, man, this could be my first real job because I already graduated, right? Uh-huh. I don't want to pick up more golf balls. <laughs> and then, uh, so I, sure enough, I came back and it was like in a freaking psychiatric room waiting for other patients. <laughs> so it's like, you know, there's like, must have been like five other ladies. I'm the only young guy in there. Okay. And so uh, we got the interview and then it's my turn. And then the guy was really excited because I was young. Seems like I'm very enthusiastic. Uh-huh. So he asked me, like, okay, we're um, we're doing an interview, so we just want to pre-qualify everyone. We're going to set up things, and tomorrow we're going to have more people for your second wave of interview. And so if you can bring your portfolio, it will be nice to see what you've done in the past. Uh-huh. And then these are all silk flowers. Okay. So I have no clue, whatever. But, you know, I did a little bit of the Ikebana, like maybe a couple of classes. Because someone was on a maternity leave okay. so they have some, when I was in school. Uh-huh. So I said, okay, sure. So out of that, it's like, portfolio. Where am yeah. I going to get my yeah. portfolio? Yeah. So luckily, I have a, a close friend back in the days where he likes camera and he likes to shoot. And then there was a, a, a new houses, housing development being built. So I said, hey, you know, can you come with me there? We just want to take out some pictures in the interior. That's cool. Like, you know, Smart. these are like all of these. Like, it's actually... I don't like to do it now. It's like faking it till you make it. It's yeah. like the worst thing that, yeah. you know, but 
back in the days, I know that I can do this. And I was just so naive. Like, I didn't know what I was getting into. Uh-huh. I was just focusing on trying to land a job. And so I said, you know, so we did. We took out some pictures. And, thought, oh, can you give me a head, you know, like an action shot where I'm pulling a stem, popping it back in. So we did that. And then luckily, we came back. And uh, following day, I got my portfolio. It was all huh? cosmetic cool. and everything. Uh-huh. And then the guy, you know, luckily, to make this story short, I landed a job. All right. And then the guy pulled me. He said, you know, I know this is not your work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it looks like a model home. I said, how do you know? Are you a psychic? <laughs> and then, yeah, but I, it's just your pure enthusiasm about yeah. this. And I know you're going to just being able to, I think you're going to do well with this, but we'll see. Yeah. And I said, if you're interested, I'll give you a shot. And I said, yeah, I want to try it. That's awesome. Cause you know, I was nervous. I was to try it, but, uh, because you know, it's just like, so I didn't know this is what's happening is that as soon as you walk in, we have this beautiful silk flowers behind me and, um, you can bring in, they have a big sign that says, bring in your own boss or vase uh-huh. boss. If you want to charge more money, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, our expert designer will do it in front of you. Oh. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> You're the expert designer. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's like our resident designer will be like, oh my God, I'm just here for the freaking free lunch. You know what I'm saying? So out of that, I just made more books, books. Luckily, I have nice aesthetics. Uh-huh. So that's when I do the simplification of things where you just do lucite chips. You curb the thing on a bowl. Back in the days, those were like hot. Okay. And okay. I thought I was up. So it gives me more confidence yeah. doing it. But then I just tell myself, it's like, man, you can fake this for the first 15 minutes. Uh-huh. After that, you better know what the hell you're talking about. So I self-study. And uh-huh. I just really, I wanted this to happen. I said, yeah, nobody know. And then in my head, my dad told me, like, when everyone started something, they never knew how, how to do it in the beginning. So you learn as you go. Uh-huh. And But you got to be self-aware that you can do it. Like, you know your capability. And, you know, he just like really embedded that in my head that, yeah, whatever it is, I put my mind to it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. So, and then, you know, out of doing that, when we have customer, so I create a lot of friends. Uh Luckily enough, I can talk to them. Hey, what's your house? You know, just instead of me talking, like what I'm doing with you now, Uh I let them talk. Yeah. Tell me about your new home because I know they're excited about their home. How many bedrooms? How did you pick the colors? Mm-hmm. So in this case, you know, I was I didn't know what I was doing. Is that really trying to make connection with people? Yeah. And so be, before, you know, they bring one in, they bring another boss in. Oh, my guest room. I want this big, beautiful things. And then I said, all right. So that's how it started. But I know that I'll be an interior designer, right? Yeah. Okay. So I did that for about a year or so. We have a couple of ladies coming in. And uh, luckily, they're from Adachi's flower shop all right and uh, they happen to be uh, a japanese family that is a rose grower out of el cerrito all right and so just because i guess you know my personality or my looks i don't know which one attracted them to me i would like to think my looks but it's more my personality (laughs) they said like hey you want to try fresh flowers we might be because you know it's you know if you're because i told them like this is really great i wanted to be interior designer but they asked me if i work with fresh flowers and i said oh so cool i never have except for that two session when i was in school uh-huh and um they said okay just uh you know give it a shot again so you know i was ending my thing because you know it's like a job that is nice but after a while you know you want to move on being yeah. young you don't want to limit yourself to absolutely be like, 
you know, smoking a cigarette in the parking lot, you know, on the break <laughs> and then go back to work. Yeah. For like, before you know it, 25 years have gone. Right. right? <laughs> so I said, all right. So I said, you know, I said, thank you to my people. Like, thank you for the opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'm moving on to this fresh flower. So that's how I made the transition. But they didn't hire me as a designer. They hired me as a delivery person. All right. Okay. And, you know, I came on there. It's like, I'm a designer, but I am a delivery person now. And then there's another guy that they did that, a designer from another shop, but a delivery person. And then he was complaining about, I'm a designer, not a delivery guy. And then I felt to myself, dude, they're paying you an hour here. We're getting paid this. And then you get an opportunity to learn another side of the business. Yeah. I mean, the way I look at things. Very true. But knowing like, I'm not going to be here. I'm an interior designer, crying out loud. But you know what? They're paying me. I give them that respect. So I was delivering one Mother's Day, actually. It was a short thing. One Mother's Day. They said, June, we're going to have delivery and you're going to help the guy. So I'm the runner, the driver, and then you're the runner. You pick out the flowers, run it to the door. And so I, that's my first time. I was like, you know, in the beginning, I was like cleaning flowers, processing and all that. So that's wonderful. Uh -huh. But then the delivery part of it, when they asked me to do that because the driver needed help, like a wingman, I'm super excited. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And nobody wants to do it. I'm super excited. So out of that, you know, I was delivering flowers, getting to see the people. And uh, I'm beginning to realize, because every time I go to people's doorstep, that's, uh, I said, dang, I'm not just bringing merchandise into these people's doorstep. I'm bringing magic. Because as soon as they open the doors, their face just light up. And I just like, I have that connection. It's like, hi, you know, and then I got to read it, make sure it's not for sympathy. Yeah. You can't be cheery, cheery, true you know. That, so that. early on, I was aware of that. But it's luckily it's Mother's Day, so everyone was so happy. And then during my last route, I, um, you know, I was sent. It was like getting late, dark. And then I, on my last route, that just rang this bell and this uh, voice from the, I'll be right there. I say, like, come on. It sounds like a old, you know, a late, uh, older lady. And then I said, come on, lady, chop chop. I got no, you know, no, no time for this. But then, uh, you know, chop chop. I gotta go. So, and then when she finally opened the door. She must have been well into her. She must have been like 200 years old or something. <laughs> With a walker, her face just lit up. I just like something like the aha moment for me was that. When she opened that door knowing that, and you know, I brought her joy. Uh -huh. And then these flowers were beautiful. And we said, you know, whoever sent it to her just literally spend money. It one of the nicest one I was delivering that day. And I said, you know what? I, it just like, took on, I said, you know, these flowers made her day, but her smile made mine. And I got addicted to that kind of feeling. Again, it goes back to my childhood. When someone walks in, you don't know them. Your first reaction when they smile at you and recognize you, I love that. And so I came home. My parents were still in the Philippines. And, um, you know, he said, um, I told my dad, and said, you know, I know you sent me to a very expensive school, me and my brother, Bing, that's his name. And I said, um, you know, but I had this experience. And I want to find out more because it, it really makes me happy doing this. And so that's how my flower career started. Wow. So ever since then, I just like, I want to learn this. Wait, what did he, but when you said you wanted to change, my what, dad how was this says, you know, like that's, they're like, you know, whatever makes you happy, cool. you got to go for that's it. That's cool. I don't care if you want to be a belly dancer or just, whatnot. Yeah, but go but all just in. just as long, all in. Yeah. All in. And I feel like, you know, we gave you this start and. 
Because awesome. I, I think he knows just because of the personality that I have, he uh -huh. recognized that. And so you, whatever it is that you do, you got to go 100, 110%. 120 if you can afford it <laughs> i said okay i'll go 130 just to up them a bit competitive so out of that i um you know i um and then my parents finally went out retiring this was back in 1995 so i was working in a flower shop all these years uh -huh. probably around three years flower shop and then uh, again you know i started out processing delivery but it didn't take long till i was like being an arranger okay because of the aesthetics yeah and i analyze things yeah just because i so i was one of their well i would say they're not here but i was their top designer back those days uh -huh. i was young and uh again you know my parents uh when they come and visit i introduce them to them it's a adachi family very nice older ladies like three sisters and their brothers they own nursery for again for people that's been here they will know that name gotcha yeah it's pretty well known. And so that was a really nice background because, you know, these ladies really taught me what it's like to be more of a, not frugal, but how to respect flowers because the of art, that Japanese, the, the, the art yeah, of it. Yeah, not yeah. just like chop them up, throw them away, but there's a way that they put them like, you got to respect nature and all that. So all of these gives me all that, you know, you got to appreciate that. Yeah. So it gives me more appreciation to flowers, mm -hmm. not just chop them up, they're dead, throw them away. Yeah. But, you know, and then when they have an arrangement that I do, I did, that they didn't like, she'll pull them apart and put it together. And again, other artists that started with me, they do that to them too, not just to me. They took it as, you know, they get insulted by that. And I did it. Again, it's like, what can I learn? Yeah. yeah. Out of this. Yeah. 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 And plus awesome. they're paying me for my education. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. It's making up? you better. Raise the roof. Really. Yeah. And so that way of thinking just really propelled me to just learn more without being close. And, uh, um, you know, I think that's, that's really, really good. But again, you know, when you're starting out, you don't know anything, but you got to be um, not entitled even though I was really lucky because, you know, we have a nice driving business. I mean, you know, new BMW, sure. Mm -hmm. Why not? New Mercedes, sure. I mean, this is when I was young. Yeah. So, you know, that was the game back then, and that's what gets me excited. But uh, later on, I figured, like, I was kind of, like, you know, blessed to have a wonderful parents that's really supportive of me. Yeah. And um, so they came here in America to retire back in 1995. Uh -huh. And I said, I work in a flower shop here. And, uh, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm ha I've been having fun, enjoying this. That's a Filipino in me. I'm having fun. <laughs> There's no F because we can't afford it back in the Philippines. So, um, you know, we went on a Hawaiian vacation. And I said, sure, go on a Hawaiian vacation. So in our last day, we were there for five days, I remember. There's a, on one of our last day, actually, after lunch, I said, I'll go to the beach one more time. Check out the bikini, you know, ladies. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so I just check it out. And then on my way back, there's an employee entrance holding in beautiful flowers like I've never seen before. Holoconias. And these are flowers that I've seen here but cut so short. But in Hawaii, they're like 20-footers. I was like, God wow. damn, I didn't know wow. they grow that long. Yeah. So I just walked in there and I said, damn. And then and then I said, um, just out of instinct, I saw the flower shop. And out of instinct, I said, hey, you know, it's like, how do one apply for a job here? Because it's like I fell in love with Hawaii. It's my first time. Yeah. And then, oh, you're lucky because, you know, we're uh, filling up application uh, and it'll start within about 20 wow. minutes. I mean, it's a serendipity. 
I can say, I don't know how to spell that, but it's serendipity. <laughs> okay. And I said, sure, I'm back there in 10 minutes. I was just waiting, just like interviewing the floor. You know, the people that works there. Yeah. Says, oh, what it's like. It's like, you know. So, and then I just fill up application. One of the um, the uh, manager that oversee the flower shop came in and just, you know, expecting. And then, oh, who's this guy? Chit-chatty. Uh-huh. I said, oh, yeah, I work out of California and uh, I'm going to be applying for a job here. So you have that little connection again? Yeah. Oh, sure. You know, fill up application and then. And then, you know, so, um, yeah, sure, why not? And then they like it because I was from California. And again, I'm excited. Uh-huh. And not just, how do you say it? Pretending to be excited, You're, but it comes across. Yeah, yeah. Especially people that works with so many people. Yeah. They can really pick it out, right? For sure. So I guess, because later on, that's what they told me. Huh. Again, you're just enthusiastic and, you know, you seem like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Again, my background with Adachis being all that and yep. being Halikulani is the place. Halikulani Hotel, check them out. Pretty okay. nice. So um, they called me two weeks after I came back from mainland. They called me and says, hey, would you be interested to like, we'll give you a shot because we have Hard Rock Cafe opening next yeah. week and we'll need more people. And we picked you out and see I said, sure. So I just looked at it and I said, you know, we're going to interview again because there's one more lead time. Uh-huh. Maybe do a couple of arrangements, see if this is something you'll be interested in. But again, you know, we can't guarantee you the job because, you know, it's a five-star hotel. Yeah. So I said, all right, sure, I'll go. I told my parents, hey, you know what? Can I just go? Sure, why not? So, you know, I pack light because knowing that I'm going to be back anyways right away. And then if I didn't get the job, you know, you went for another couple of days. Yeah, yeah, and basking in the sun. <laughs> so I did that. And then sh- they hired me on the spot. Hmm. Just a couple of arrangements. I said, but I only have like two underwears. <laughs> no problem. They put me up in a nice room because, you know, they were like rumping up mode. Yeah. And I ended up staying there. Wow. How long did you live there? I lived there for about a year. Uh-huh. And so my parents was back there, and everybody, it's unanimous, everybody loves Hawaii, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so my parents sure. were living here. And um, so, you know, they, um, I, you know, I said, hey, I got a job. So I was looking for an apartment and everything. I got enough, you know, they made, they, I, they pay, you know, quite a bit. Because, uh-huh. yeah, I was like one of the, not the head designer, but just a little bit under that, and it's a five-star hotel. Yeah. So I was lucky that way. I can, so I checked around. Places back then are not cheap. So I figured, you know, hey, I'm going to just have this a wonderful experience. Because I looked at an apartment, you live in a box, and then you walk towards the work, and then go back in your box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, you know what? I want to go home to a beautiful place. Yeah. So most of my salary goes to my apartment. <laughs> it's a Lanai. I mean, Lanai, they call it the porch Lanai corner unit overseeing Kalakawa Avenue. Oh, wow. It's off of Seaside Avenue. Okay. And okay. I was on the 19th floor. Oh, wow. So you it's be like, it. damn, I can see <laughs> Russia from here. Hi. So, you know, I, I want it to be a wonderful experience. For yeah. Me, you know, that's awesome. So working for that hotel. And then lo and behold, my parents just jet back and forth. Like uh-huh. Maybe they did a couple of times. And then my dad, with that short amount of time, they just retired, starting to lose his vision. Hmm. So... And uh, this was about probably around nine nine months that I was in Hawaii. Okay. Because I know I was going to stay there. Yeah. You were, Okay. You yeah. See? That was your attention. Yeah. Yeah. I know I was going to stay there for like, okay, this is a career for me yeah. and everything. And then um, he started to lose his vision. And then sure enough, after that, you know, he lost one of his eyesight. And then the other one was starting to go. Wow. 
And then I can only just think like, man, this is like, how can I get paradise for this? But it's my dad and he's been so lucky for me. Yeah. And so that's where everything changes for me, the way I look at things. Like, this is more important for me because, you know, this guy really been like, you know, he made me the way I am now. And I owe a lot to this guy. Yeah. And I wanted to just like at least, you know, drive him to the doctor and this. And plus, you know, they're not used to the way of life here. Yeah. They're used to having a driver and maid. And, yeah, you know, you're sure. here in the Philippines. It doesn't mean like here when you think of that, you're like, dang, yeah. you're set. Okay. You're banking, right? Yeah. In the Philippines, it's kind of like middle income is normal. It's a normal yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Thing. So, but anyways, you know, they don't have that access. Yeah. So they got to take the bus. They have to walk. Yeah. And um, and then um, and then so I said, you know what? I'm gonna go home. This is important for me. All of this can wait. I know I'm beginning to learn, but you know that's a five star operation, and I learned what it's like to work in a five star mm-hmm. hotel. So I came home, drive my dad around, my mom, drive him to the doctor back and forth, and then sure enough, he was losing his vision. And so I was trying to analyze. I said, you know, in my head. I said, this guy's been nice to me. They buy If I wanted a new car, I get to buy it. Uh-huh. No questions asked. So I was spoiled. I was okay. entitled. Uh-huh. And uh, But I have the presence of mind to tweak my mind and says, you know, how can I repay these people? Now mm-hmm. that they're older, and especially he's losing his vision, you know, let me stand by his side right now and just support him oh, that way, good. right? Yeah. And so I said, you know, all of these can wait. And uh, sure, put it on hold. Why not? This is more important to me. Yeah. And so, you know, my dad sees that. He appreciates it. And so when um, when he was losing his sight and everything, and I was like, you know, oh, my you know, distant relative, when they see me, he's like, oh, June is here. How old is he? Okay, what does he do? He's not, oh, he's not working. So they just look at it like, damn, this guy is lazy. <laughs> but they don't know what I'm doing because yeah, my sister exactly. is here too. She's working. Brothers, like I said, no, this is important to me. Yeah. So I learned to live a simple, you know, just to make sure that. So out of that, I learned to know, because, you know, we have a big age gap. I was, my dad, I think it was like 50s when I was born. Oh, wow. Okay. So he's already, hey, like the young ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I said to myself, how can I, you know, this is a good opportunity for me to learn about this guy. You learn more about him as a person. Yeah. Because I live in America most of my time, like on my earlier, you know, when yeah. I'm like getting to my senses and they live in the Philippines. So in that case, you know, I started asking him like, how can I make him cheer him up? Knowing like, hey, tell me about your heyday. Yeah. How did you start to be, okay, you're an artist now, but you were a comedian back then. How did that start? You know, kind of yeah. like, how did that? So in the process, I was learning to know him as a person. And then my mom in the sidelines, she was happy because, you know, she had someone like assisting her yeah. too. And then, um, so out of that, you know, I said, when I first noticed, like, everything is cool. Doctor's normalizing. He lost his vision. There's nothing we can do about that. But he knows that we support him. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really important. So I'm venturing off to like, okay, how about my career now? Yeah. A little bit. So I was really lucky. I landed a job. And this guy called, um, this guy, because, you know, I work in a hotel, uh-huh. knowing a five-star operation. I wanted to start my business. So he gave us a little kind of like cash to start a business. Okay. Like it's actually my aunt, actually. Uh-huh. So I put in a little bit of the flower shop thing in there. I said, this is it. I'm going to start my business. I'm yeah. an entrepreneur. And they folded after nine months. Mm, okay. And so I said, hot oh, damn. It's like reality strikes. Yeah. 
You know, it's like, because, you know, when I was growing up, whatever, the door, you know, when my parents opened an art gallery, it, it gets first and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I never had that experience except like, damn. So I'm not. Would you say that was one of um, your failures that yes, she, that's yes. one of your biggest and, failures? And that one of the best failure yeah, <laughs> and the best education I've ever had. I'm sure you hear from this from other people. Yeah. But you just take in all of the things that you said, okay, I know what not to do. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. So I, I told them, I know it's like pretty expensive, but just like sending me to a very expensive school. I'm sorry. But, you know, so that's when I got the idea where I said, you know what, when I started, when I'm ready to start my business, I'm going to start it in my truck. Okay. Start out from the ground up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah just yeah. be humble. I got my big humble pie served at me. So I said, you know, what more best is that you're going to learn to appreciate it more. Uh -huh. So I'll just tell my dad. So and then uh, so that business went out. I had to look for a job. I was able to land a job from a fellow named Stanley Gaddy. Like, again, it's like I see what it's like to like, bam, high network clientele. Yeah. Because, you know, they're the one that could do all these. So we've done all the big opening gala and all these. So aside from my five star hotel experience. I'm getting all of these Big freaking like hot damn yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. celebrity kind of thing. So I got exposure to that. So I have my flower shop basic uh -huh. where you, you learn how to appreciate your product. Uh -huh. And then you learn what it's like to be in a five-star hotel where you can't say no to nothing. Yes. Right? You say yes to everything. And then you got the Stanley Gaddy where it's like now the shining lights. Wow. So all of those things are just playing part of like, oh, my God, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm absorbing everything. And then finally, when I'm ready to start my own, because this is what's happening now, I know my dad's self is deteriorating and I wanted to repay him by doing good, meaning be successful no matter how small or big, just having a little success before this guy goes to say, hey, I'm going to be all right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's part of my motivation. That's part of my drive. Yeah. And that's the best. Um, I get teary when I think about that. Uh -huh. But sure. that's what made me who I am. That's you see awesome. what I mean? That's, that's all. <clears throat> it comes down to, uh, because I do ask the question of like, widwid, like why do you do what you do? And that, exactly. That's your yes. widwid. Like. So that's it. That's it. It's just like really my drive. And first and foremost, I'm doing this for him, but I'm doing this for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So people that would just have negative, everybody will have an opinion about everything. I, uh, in the beginning, it's like, cause you know, it's like, okay, okay, okay. But none of those works early on. And I said, you know what? Dang, let me just listen to myself. Let me find out for myself. Let me learn on my own. And like, you know, you can't really like debate or you can't, cause you know, especially after having that failure, I just said, you know, you can't just sit down, think about debate. Like, yeah. Should I do this? Or I can't be paralyzed and do anything. So now I just wanted to like go out there and do it. Uh -huh. If I fail, do another thing. Yeah. Just be on an offense. They say it's fail, fail because, often. Yes. <laughs> yes. But not that often. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. But because, you know, my dad is also deteriorating fast. Yeah. So I have like oh, shit. So the pressure full was on. Course, yeah, guys, full course right. defense. Yeah, and just go on an offense, and then don't care about what everybody tells you that you failed already. Why don't you just get a job? So you're the one after the one that you you, you failed on. The second one is that's when you started 
your actual company that you have now or so when i yeah so i said you know i said then i told the stanley gaddy guys you know this is wonderful because i was there for quite a while uh -huh. and i love it camaraderie with other people big big show so that exposure and i said you know this is really nice but my dad's health is deteriorating i just wanted to just show him that i can do something on my own I do respect. I didn't want to leave Stanley because he was a wonderful man. Yeah. Super great. All this exposure. How can you, right? Yeah. Safe. It's a safe place. But I said, I just want to give it a shot at least, you know, find out for myself. And also wanted to repay my parents to just, you know, create a little success. Because my dad knows he's always been an entrepreneur himself. And seeing himself and, you know, in what I do, just like I figured that will just repay him more than anything. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I lived to like, I have a Porsche back then. I traded in for a truck. Okay. And then he said, okay, well, okay, okay. There's something going on here. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Being, having that hotel experience for me, uh, knowing that I said, you know what? I know what it's like to do the gala opening. I know what it's like it takes to do all these, but... How can I start my business? I know I don't want to start a retail store anymore uh -huh. because I have that experience and yeah. I get bored. Okay. I like to go out there and get my clients. Okay. Right? Yeah. I can't just sit one place and just like wait for you to come in. Yeah. I just can't. So I just like, I want to go out there and just, so I work out of my truck. I hit up all the top hotels that I think who they are. This is before the St. Regis four season we're here. So the only thing I can think of right there is like Fairmont. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's Carlton. Yeah. Right. These are because yeah, I know the demographics. I know how to boot and I know they can't say no to nothing. Uh -huh. So I just go out there and then, you know, the first couple of weeks, the approach is like, oh, I'm good. I've been with this guy, you know, name dropping. I'm with the Holly Kalani. And uh, OK. All right. Cool. Sure. Okay, get in line. But none of them really hit up the people. None of them really just like, oh, so that approach is not really working for me. So I figured, I said, you know, and then let me change my approach a little bit. So it's the same people. And I said, I came to it as a pro say, hey, I finally have the opportunity to start my business. I would love it if you give me the opportunity and I'll make sure that you will come out like a million bucks just because I know I can do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll never I know what it's like not to, you know, I know what it's like to be in a five star operation. And I'm just thrilled that I'm starting my business and uh, give me the opportunity and I'll make sure I'll, I'll, I'll make the best of it. So kind of like that kind of thing. And just like, really, oh, really? So you have that people to people connection. And it's not all about just selling. I'm good. I'm this. I'm that. So you're just PRing yourself. Mm -hmm. So people really want to see your your struggle. People really likes to like, you know, um, be on that. If you're an underdog, really want to see you make it especially if they knew you as a person. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did that. So I said, all right, cool. So I work out of my truck. I figure, okay, how am I going to do this now, right? So, because yeah, I can't afford or I don't want to um, get a rent, you know, again, overhead and everything. Yeah. So I start out small. So I park at the flower mart. And then when I get a call from the hotel, they just go ahead and like, okay, what do you have fresh today? I said, dang, you name it, I got it. What do you want? So, because I have that access, I was the parking lot at Flower Mart. Yeah. And so, knowing that mentality is that I know that they're not going to give me that chance right away. Because, you know, it's like, okay, you have Mr. So-and-so, super VIP that, you know, shell out a lot of cash here. Now, his anniversary. Oh, shoot, it's my anniversary. Can you get three dozen roses here in an hour? 
Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. So they have their starter bench, you know, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I said, like, yeah, I said, okay, you know, they called their go to guy. Oh, on an hour, sorry, we can't. So they have to call another florist. Hey, we need uh, three dozen here and an hour. I'm sorry, are you crazy? We can't. So third stringer comes along. Oh, we don't have any of those roses right now. Do you want tulips? Okay. So now, oh, why don't we give him a shot? That fourth stringer guy. So here I am just sitting in the mart, like, oh, phone ring, got to pick it up. What's up? You know, and then they, I so thrilled. And then they said, three dozen roses? You got it. Okay, cool. So I'll go out, buy my roses, drive it, drive to the hotel, parking lot, and just pump it out there. And then I get my, I, they get their product within 45 minutes. There you go, baby. I got 15 minutes to just chit chat. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> so out of that, they're just like building my reputation. Because you know, this is really important. Not because you're good, you got to be reliable as well. So it's like being a Beyonce. You got to be a triple threat. You got to have to have all of that to make it. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that. And so I did that for a while. And luckily they built their, until I became their go-to guy. Wow. And out of that, I was building up a little income. I met a couple of people that have a little wor uh, workspace. And then so I was able to uh, rent Sally Wheeler and Devin Gastner, the guys that helped me out Okay. Uh, when I was starting out. So they gave me like a $200 space, which I can afford now, right? I uh -huh. can show that. And so that pickup truck, I traded into a van. All right. So that I don't need to, you know, you know, we have this and I can move all my stuff. And so... I just have a little armoire in my corner that I bought secondhand that, you know, you have your fax machine. So now hotel can fax me. <laughs> I was high tech, man. There you go. I have my high tech machine and they call me, open up my thing, open for business. So out of that, it just blossomed. And then uh, Mr. Mady, who happened to be right now, it's 2019. He's the general manager of um, the Ritz-Carlton back in the, He's a regional manager, Mr. Mady. Okay. Ed Mady is his name. And now he became a, now he's a general manager at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh, the wow. Pink Palace. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, he still requests flowers from me. And I still, you know, he's like my mentor. Uh-huh. So there's an opportunity. Let's say, okay, we know this guy's reliable. At that time, they weren't happy with the in-house floors. Uh -huh. I don't know who it was. But then they asked me, like, oh, uh, we are in transition to find a florist. Would you mind helping us out until we find someone? Because they know I'm a small mind, not even a mind pa operation. Uh, like, uh, I said, uh, sure, sure, you know, but without knowing that they're giving me a shot. Mm. And so out of that, again, the same thing with back in like, okay, flower, I never have experience. Just jump on it and knowing that I can do it. So I was able to, uh, I got awarded the account. This okay. was back in 19, end of 1999. Okay. And an account is like my business is from zero to like freaking Porsche. Wow. To like yeah, 120 yeah, yeah, yeah. miles an hour, right? Yeah. So I got that. And then you need people. You need. I just got got into that business because I was so naive. I didn't know what I was getting into. Uh huh. But I had that experience. Like that's impossible to put together. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But out of my name, I was able to assemble great people. I was able to assemble a place or, a, you know, find a warehouse yeah. and all that. So, and that's how I got my start. That's and awful. I was with the Ritz until like probably off and on until um, actually last year. And so, but out of that, you know, because of that reputation with the Ritz Carlton here in San Francisco, I did the opening and said, hey, June, you know, Mr. Mady says, hey, June, Four Seasons opening. Would you be interested to get that account? Hey, June, we got 
the JW Merritt in Las Vegas. Would you be interested? Wow. Hey, June, we got, uh, you know, all of these, like Half Moon Bay Ritz open. Yeah. But make sure that you can handle it. You see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So out of that, you know, I opened the JW Marriott. Uh, and uh, that was the last one in um, JW Marriott's in LA also. When these like big companies that are ordering, like wh- how many, how much flowers do they order at a time? I mean, are they, the is hotel? It, like, yeah, and how? So the hotel is really, well, you, you learn. It's like owning a restaurant, I guess. Uh-huh. You learn the recipe because, you know, they have the in-house flowers on a weekly basis. Uh-huh. So you can kind of get an idea how to get that. Gotcha. Okay. And because of, I work for a hotel uh-huh. in Hawaii, so I got that background. Uh-huh. So it wasn't easy for me to just freaking okay i can do this yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. and then um the the money maker there is like banquets okay that's where okay. you get all of that gotcha banquets. and then you get the, the concierge request for like all of these you know and plus i figured you know flowers are luxury uh uh-huh. so i um you know so high network clientele would be good for this yeah not to but i also know that i want my flowers for everybody yeah, to, people yeah. that cannot afford it. Yeah, if you can't afford to buy this thing, I'll teach you how to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's more fun to do it. That what way. What do you love most about doing what you do? What I love about doing what I do that's a really good question. I'm happy 24 uh-huh. seven, and uh, <laughs> everybody that everybody that's winning in life is happy. Yeah, with what what they're doing. So that's what I love about it. Like Monday morning, I'm driving to work. I'm happy. And not a lot of people can say that. No, it, it, it's and true. And being able to be online on the internet is like, I want this for everyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why can I just like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm so then, doing it. And then as, as far as, because you've, you've learned, you've self-taught yourself, you've, you've learned through experience, through your jobs. What do you wish you would have known before you started? That don't listen to anyone's opinion, but your own. Nobody can tell you how to do things but yourself. And if you fail, just freaking get up and just do it again. I'm still learning and I'm still, I know I'm gonna do bigger, better things with what I've done. I just press reset because now I um, value happiness more than money. Just because, you know, it's like, everybody needs to make a living. I need to pay my mortgage and all that. But if you do that, you're already winning. If you value happiness, and that's why when my my um, contract at the Ritz ended last um, August, I'm looking into like, okay, if I do this, that's another 20 years that I've been, you know, 20, whatever, how long I've been doing hotels. And I said, there's got to be other things. But, you know, I have Facebook, I have Instagram that my friend yeah. got me, but I'm never a social media guy. Yeah. I never want to show people what I ate last night. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, right? And so... I figured, you know, hey, um, I don't like to do that. It's just all oh, for young kids or crazy. But then I was sitting down thinking, I said, hot damn. What? Instagram? You can do this, be in front of many people for free? Yeah. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. You know, I was able to build my business and do classes. And we do like, you know, the media is very important. Attention mm-hmm. is number one. Mm-hmm. You could be the best, but if you don't have nobody watching your attention, you got, you're nobody. And so uh, jumping back again in that story, uh, you know, there are people that you look up to and say, oh, how do I start this? Even though I have that, but you need to have someone to just kind of guide you along yeah. the way, right? So like a mentorship, I'm always looking for that. Yeah. But unfortunately, people were closing their doors. Hmm. 
And so my dad was saying, like, the best thing that's happening because you're going to learn to be yourself and you'll learn how to handle adversity and everything. You're going to be yourself. And so I said, I made a promise to myself. I'm going to learn as much as I can. And when I do, I'll make sure I'll teach whoever wants to learn. I'll extend my hand and pull someone up. I mean, it makes me really happy doing that. That's you see awesome. what I'm saying? That's awesome. That's and awesome. so again, I get teary eye again. But anyways, just because it's coming in from a different place. Yeah, you for know, sure. It's honest, for sure. it's true. For sure. And again, jumping now to now. Yeah. Internet, when I realized Instagram, because, you know, I was thinking of YouTube. Someone told me Instagram is good. Oh, but it's only picture. But then, you know, I'm shy with the camera. I thought, oh, I, I don't know how to do things. Uh -huh. And people say, well, like, oh, you need lighting. You need perfect yeah, make it more complicated and, and crazy. I said, you know, I said, no, no, let me just, again, again, to my mentality, like, I don't value your opinion, but let me learn on my own. Yeah. Although I respect your opinion, yeah. it's you. I don't say you're nobody to me, but, yeah. you know, there are things that one day they'll tell me something that's valuable. Yeah. So I don't just, like, I don't, yeah. you know, I never do that. Yeah. Even though I already know it. I'll listen. For sure. For just sure. to encourage him to give me more information. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So now I'm seeing like, you know, with the Instagram thing, with the, you know, Facebook or whatever, I actually just learned TikTok yesterday. <laughs> okay, okay. And I'm on it right away. That's awesome. That's right? awesome. Because, you know, they might be a younger. Yeah. But those will be 10, 20 years from now because I'm planning to be here for a long time. Yeah. Well, you know, so there I'm still you go, young. Man. I still feel young. That's awesome. I still feel like when I'm like 19 or 20. Yeah, the enthusiasm I mean, shows. I'm, I'm old. And <laughs> when we go out drinking, he's like, okay, we go out drinking. I mean, you know, it's like I order Ensure or, <laughs> you know what I mean? I drink Ensure or Glycerna. There's I kind of like the kick it gives my older body. No. There you go. Well, so then like beyond, so you're, you're doing your thing and you still enjoy... You do get a day off every once in a while. I do actually. <laughs> what do you do on your day off? I do. I do. I uh, well. I I dedicate it to learning more of social media now. Okay. Okay. It's because not because but but makes me happy. Yeah. Because knowing that I'm gonna have access to all these people that I can inspire. Yeah. So that's the drive now. That's cool. And I'm hoping, like you know, I'm hoping always, like when I pray, I'm not very religious. Uh -huh. But when I pray, sometimes before all of these social media things, like. Please, God, help me find a way to help other people. There's nothing better than when you're making a living and also helping others. Yeah, right? that's cool. So it's all true. Whatever I say and I tell my people, I mean, my friends, I said, social media will expose you. You can't <laughs> pretend. Yeah. People really know who you are. For sure. For so sure. just instead of like thinking about what's the next flower content, just I wanted, I wish I had people documenting my journey back in the days when I was in my truck. Yeah. So I sometimes something. relieve that actually on my live post. Okay. Okay. This is the angle that I'm at. But then yeah. you look at the beautiful view. I'm behind the Golden Gate Bridge. And this is a, yeah. I mean, this is the best, right? Cool. Even though I'm in my truck. Yeah. 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 For sure. Right. So what? Um, what's your favorite or most inspirational place? Ah. Well, most inspirational place for me is I would say, well, I don't go to church that often. <laughs> But I grew up in a Catholic church, but I sometimes do just to have a peace and quiet just before I go to work. Uh -huh. And then lighting candles for people that it's like, you know, I love that. I mean, okay. again, I'm not Mother Teresa. Yeah, yeah. But it makes me happy That's cool. to do it. And it That's just cool. gives me some kind of like, hey, you know, I'm so appreciated. Cool. I got so much gratitude in my body. So much. That's awesome. That's like awesome. everything is like 
you know, because I'm so happy. Yeah. And I feel guilty not sharing it. Yeah, and it's go. my way to repay people because I've been like freaking so lucky from the get go. Yeah. And how can I repay that? Well, so you then know? in kind of closing the last two questions that I that may lead you into this is one is deeper uh, and then the other one's a quick answer. But the first one, the deeper one is how do you want to define your legacy as of right now? Because I know that, that could change. I never is afraid of failure. And someone that gave more than I'm taking back, <laughs> that's what I want to be remembered at. I want to really give more. And that's why I said, you know, I hope, find, I hope someone finds my Instagram page before they give up on their dream. See what I mean? And I'm not here to, ins- to impress, but I'm here to inspire. And that's why all my posts is not about selling you this, selling you that. But I just wanted to really teach people. And out of that, you know, I got like, I, we all started in one. I never really paid attention, but like, I'm just really happy because, you know, it's right now I'm like, last check is like 31500 or 400 out of like maybe 10 months ago. Wow. Doing flowers. I haven't even taken out my shirt yet. <laughs> but, you know, out of that, because, you know, it's like, don't let. I said, just let the market decide. That's why I'm being as honest, as raw as possible, knowing that I don't worry about the lighting. I'm worried about the content. I want to make sure I give more value to them. Because, you know, time is valuable to these people. For sure. And plus, you know, people were saying like, you're crazy. Why are you giving everything for free? You can make money off of that. I mean, instead of me holding it up for people that will pay for me, and, you know, there's going to be like per se 50 people that will pay for my not or whatever I teach right there's another thousand people out there that would could not wait how to give you know give me the business because they just learned so much from me mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying yeah so there's just so much like oh man so again that's really important because you know when the next economy strike again you want to make sure you build your brand I mean I have this when I was with the hotel yeah article paper and all that I built my brand yeah. And so, and then those people, unfortunately, are older folks. You don't see me on Yelp. You don't see, because, you know, I, I have the high, you know, I have like the high margin. Like yeah, people yeah, that yeah, are yeah. Like, you know, they don't Yelp. Yeah, you know, for sure. Because they're like way <laughs> up there. So those are my clientele. And they, they made me surprised. But I realized for me to move on to another, you know, what makes me happy is to uh-huh. attract more of a younger, cultivate more clients. To continue to grow. And so that's, yes, yeah, continue to grow, blooming, bloom, bloom, bloom. And I don't look at myself, like I like this quote where, you know, flowers don't look at each other as a competition. They just bloom next to each other. See, I've that, you know, I love that quote. And it's one of my followers. She, she posts a lot of quotes and I, that one resonates with me the most. That's cool. And so that's why when someone's starting out, I'll help you. Yeah. And then now more and more people wanted to sign up for my classes. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Okay, it cost me money because I have to buy the materials. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But then I'm not going to put you out. And I said, you know, this is how much I charge for that. And if you can't afford it, don't worry because I'll be here for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll still be here. But knowing like when they do classes, they fly from all over the place. Jesus. It's so That's insane. Cool. That's crazy. I That's said, cool. it's either you're really inspired or you're crazy. <laughs> but you know, we have people from all over the place. We have people in no, New cool. Jersey. And That's the so power much. of social media, right? People oh, reaching people I'm beginning. out of the Bay Area or whatever. But because I love that interaction. Yeah. I love that they know me for, as a person. The last question. Finish this sentence. June is kind. June is 
is very thankful for what's been given to me, and I recognize that. Kindness is key. Ki I mean, always doing the right thing is the right thing to do. <laughs> always. And always will win. So right now, you know, someday, you know, with sponsorship, whatever, you know, those will come. But right now, I just want to really go out there and inspire people. And then you can look at all my comments and my, For my sure. people's and comments. And actually, talk, what's your, um, go ahead and say all your social media handles. Oh, it's uh, June underscore pinion p as in paul i-n-o-n -N, on instagram and i'm also on facebook cool i think cool. it's the same and i also use the handle flower underscore picasso all yeah. right all right and then website <laughs> the website is pinyondesign.com perfect perfect yeah. perfect and then i'll make sure on your once your the story comes out the scotch power story i'll have all those links for you got it so and thank I want you to so thank much. you so thank you. much this is my first being here oh my god i'm not a virgin anymore <laughs> and it's a very well uh it's a really nice experience thank you awesome, so much awesome thank awesome you.